today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Lots of people emailing this. Get the politics out of my football game. I just want to watch some game and drink some beer. Now I got to think. Alyssa Freeman is with us, Principal Alyssa PR Communications, uh, and has uh, written columns for the Huffington Post, Canada.com, PR Daily, and is with us now. Alyssa, how are you today? Oh, I raise a beer to you, Scott. What do you think of this spot? You know, I saw it yesterday. And as we know, um, if we look back, you know, prefer, firstly, you know, commercials used to be on the Super Bowl used to be a big surprise. And then suddenly advertisers got smart and they said, gee, you know, if we start leaking our commercials, not only will it get, you know, more eyeballs even than just being on the Super Bowl, which is millions of eyeballs, but we will get residual PR on how creative or how brilliant or how provocative we are. So this whole notion of actually leaking a commercial is something that has happened in the past few years. And Anheuser-Busch's intent to do this is obviously to stir the pot and to stir conversation without pointing any fingers. Mm Mm-hmm. So when I saw it, I thought this, you know, this is quite impressive. And they also picked, you know, when, you know, you're talking about, um, you know, Germany, and there has been some contentious, you know, relations with Germany um, over, you know, the, Mm -hmm. the decades with the United States. And it's so timely, you know, I'd like to go back and ask them, you know, when did you actually start, you know, coming up with this type of idea. So I imagine that it was months in the making. Mm -hmm. But as far as timeliness and being on point with a current narrative that is causing consternation and conversation uh, across the planet, you know, they kind of hit the nail on the head. One emailer to the show said, uh, oh, this was done long before uh, the Trump thing. It has nothing to do with, uh, you know, Trump's decision this week, which, which is valid. But does that hold any weight in this argument whatsoever? Because clearly... Of course it has to do with Trump's decision. First of all, Trump has been campaigning but clearly this, this Yeah, but yeah, exactly. So this, you know, they came up with this idea months ago when he started talking this way and perhaps knew it would get mileage. What he has done this past week has just put it through the uprights, no pun intended. Well done. But I think that, you know, whether or not Trump uh, got into uh, office when they first developed this, um, you know, when they first developed this concept, it was still a concept that would, that had a timeless narrative. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, the plight of the immigrant and making it in America first. And secondly, you know, if I was to read their creative brief, look at how uh, they they position themselves during the election. They changed the name of their beer to America. So, you know, this has all been a slow build. And, you know, people thought, gee, America, Red Can, is this sort of like their nod to make America great again? And, you know, they kind of kept quiet about it. Mm-hmm. But really, when you see sort of phase two of this strategy, you see that, oh, you know what, this could go in any direction. And I think that it also requires, you know, the conversation of when you're a company and, you know, everybody's got the pile on mentality. So now that Anheuser-Busch has put a stake in the ground, are we going to see more overt positioning of um, company politics or companies wading into politics? Start. We talked about this yesterday with Starbucks saying that they were going to hire refugees. Right. And they haven't yet done a commercial about it. But trust me. It's coming. <laughs> It's coming to you, an app near you. 
so, uh, you know, it's interesting. So you have to be, a company has to be very, very careful when they wade into politics. Because the first thing you want to do, don't want to do, is alienate your customer base. So you have to have oh man, they're they're poking a giant bear with this stick. I mean, is this about selling beer or politics? Well, there there you go. Therein lies the uh, you know the great question. It's obviously a little bit of both. Because so, I can see people drinking a lot of beer, and I can see a lot of bottles being tossed at the big screen. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think people are going to waste their beer. I mean, look where you know Budweiser <laughs> came from in terms of their their marketing. You know, uh, a few years ago, I do believe they were the ones who came up with the "What's Up." Remember yeah, that whole? Yeah. Well, they've been known for great, uh, great Super Bowl, uh, right? Super Bowl and they've also the been known for taking a great pride in their country. Yeah. So a lot of their narrative around all, a lot of their advertising has done that. This does stretch the narrative box a little bit out of their boundaries. But it doesn't go to point fingers at, well, you know, at at, at any other um, contentious immigrant groups. Now, people can say, okay, well, you know, it wasn't a Syrian who came over and invented beer. But, hey, what if it was? So these are the the questions. And I think that what Anheuser-Busch really wanted to do was, A, get eyeballs. B, stay relevant almost, you know, a week out, a little less than a week out of the – of the Super Bowl itself. I mean, it's a brilliant strategy when you release something a week out. You can either it certainly takes cycle in 24 hours, yeah. or here we are on day two or three still talking about it. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to three on AM 900 CHML.